program is an exclusive Disruption Networks production. It's Bowling for the Bahamas and Celebrity Bowling Challenge to benefit the Bahamas Disaster Relief Fund. Sunday, December 1st, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. AMF Panorama Lanes, 1724 Genesee Street, Utica. Come have fun and enjoy a few games of bowling for a good cause. There will be prizes, food and drink specials, and some special challenges mixed in along the way. $20 per bowler or $100 per team includes two games and shoe rental. All proceeds go directly to the Bahamas Relief Foundation. That's Bowling for the Bahamas and Celebrity Bowling Challenge, presented by Disruption Network, Holy Pizzoli, and AMF Panorama Lanes. Sunday, December 1st, 1724 Genesee Street, Utica. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen Arome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new pre-owned or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my NIVW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Caburg Road in Rome or visit us online at NIVWofRome.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up DisruptionNetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at DisruptionNetwork.net. Welcome to EC Radio Podcast. We would like to thank all of our sponsors for joining the Disruption team, and we hope that you will support all of our sponsors. And of course, we appreciate you listening to this program. Attention listeners, the hosts of the show and the majority of his guests are not responsible for the correct pronunciation of words, vowel dropping, reduction of sentences, loud vocal inflections, passionate conversations, excessive talking with their hands, and several undefined words. All these terms are exempt for the fact that we are located in the upstate New York region known as Utica, New York. Furthermore, the views expressed by our guests are not those of Disruption Network and their sponsors. Have an invigorating day. that goes on here at the D today. <laughs> Daniel John, you are on the D. Before we get into anything, much love to the sponsors. Thank you so much to Utica Coffee. Wake the hell up. That's what they preach. That's what I'm doing. I'm woke, right? I'm woke today. Do you feel it? Do you feel my energy today? 
I'm telling you, I'm woke today. I don't know what's going on. But thank you to Utica Coffee for keeping us hydrated here around the D. Also, much love to Saranac, EJA Moving Services, Utica Hemp Company, and, of course, my good friends at Nye Volkswagen in Rome. Mention this podcast at Nye Volkswagen in Rome and receive a $250 discount on any vehicle purchase. Pretty simple and easy. Just by knowing me, by listening to me, get you a little discount. It's me, Z. Hope you're enjoying your Tuesday. I just found out today is Tuesday, so thank you, Daniel. Thank you for keeping me posted on what day it is. I never know what day it is, but Daniel John Medium in the house with me today, man. It's good to see you. Thanks for coming in. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day and coming all the way from Geneva to talk to me. Just make sure you get close to that microphone. It's good to see you. So I got to preface this by saying uh, there was a couple weeks ago. It was a couple weeks ago. When when I came here with Heather? Well, no, that was a couple months ago, wasn't it? You're talking about our text? Yeah, talking about our text. It was a few weeks ago. So I was in this ball of depression. I was. And it was like 7 o'clock in the morning, and I'm just kind of sitting there in my little ball of depression that I was in and just feeling sorry for myself. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I get this text message from you. And on this text message, it said, uh, you and I need to get together and do a video. It says, the spirit is telling me that you're an asset to God and you're an influence to so many. And that right there, my friend, completely took, out, took me out of my depression. Those five or six words that you put across text took me out of my depression. And instantly I felt, well, I didn't instantly feel great. I still felt a little, as the Italians would say, a little scumbani. But um, I still felt a little down in the dumps. But those words that came across that text from you really, really helped spark pretty much the mood that I've been in lately. So I want to thank you so much for snapping me out of it. Slapping the face would have been much easier. <laughs> but, no, but seriously, thank you so much for doing that. And we, we got a chance to meet a couple weeks ago when you were on Unstoppable You with Heather. And what a great podcast. Big ups to Heather, too, for introducing us. So I'm glad to thank you so much to Heather and Sean. I know she, you and Sean are like gay lovers, kind of. Very much so. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Don't put that on there, but yeah. It, it's out there. Now it's out. I threw it out <laughs> So let's get your background a little bit. Like, how did you come up with this? Like, you're, you have these powers, and, and, like, you get tapped in. And, you, it, and another thing I really want to say, and what I love what you do is you spread love. And, and, and what you do also is you open up the communication closer to God or the higher being. So some people don't really believe. I believe in the higher being. You know, I worship the sun. I worship what we can see. Um, do I believe in a higher, higher being? Yes, of course I do. Um, but uh, that's kind of like your, your thing. Like what you do is you, you're more about love and, and bringing you closer to your spirituality. So how did you get into all this? It's a long story. Let's start. We got a we got a long short time. Version, the short version. I was at a restaurant actually almost two years ago in January, and I sat next to a woman who was a new coworker, <clears throat> and I knew based on what she mentioned at the, our sales meeting that she had lost her husband six months before that. But I didn't know. I didn't think about that as I sat next to her. Well, as I sat next to her, I started getting these feelings, visions, pictures. I couldn't even really explain it. It's happened to me before, but I just kind of would pass on a message and move on. Well. After about 45 minutes, we realized it was her husband. He passed away six months before, and this was like their goodbye. He literally dropped right in front of her, so we never got to say goodbye. Wow. So there were messages of, like, <clears throat> and again, it's hard to explain, and we'll maybe talk about this in a minute, but the way messages come in is very, very subtle. It's actually a trust thing. You have to start to trust that it's coming from something greater. And um, 
he mentioned things like their kids, not their names, but the way that they were, what they were doing in their lives, all kinds of validations. I won't get into them, but the last one, after about 45 minutes, <clears throat> and the food came out. So everyone, she's crying, I'm crying, no one at the table knows what's going on. And the food comes out, and he kept saying, he kept in my mind saying, say butterfly, say butterfly. And I'm thinking, like, is, what, am I making this up? And it's not like a sound. It's not audible. It comes in like a thought. So this thought keeps coming to me, say butterfly. And so I, <laughs> I took the salt shaker. I'm like, he wants me to say butterfly. And she just, like, starts crying, and she pulls down her uh, <clears throat> collar or sleeve or whatever, and there's a butterfly tattoo with her kids' names on it. And I was like, were you wearing a shirt earlier with, like, strapless or something? She goes, I'm wearing the same shirt, Dan. So you couldn't see it. It was totally buried. And I go, well, why is he laughing about it? I'll never forget this. I said, why is he laughing about it? And she just starts breaking into t laughter tears and tells me that uh, it was a joke in the family that he was going to get that tattoo, and he never did. And, and then as soon as she said that, I heard him say, not an audible, but a thought, like, I would have never gotten that. And everyone started laughing, her and I. And her and I have kept in touch really? uh, since then. Her name is Deidre. Um, she she said that moment changed her life. Um, they were married 30-something years. Wow. And to lose lose him like that um, and then to reunite with him, I couldn't have um, asked to give her a greater gift. You know, I just happened to be this medium right in the middle. but um, You're the messenger. The messenger. Mm -hmm. and it all came from him. It was anything to do with me, nothing. Um, but Is anyway, she, that changed her life in a positive way. So long story short, uh, I, a bunch of crazy things happened, kind of like we've been going through. Spiritual things, numbers, like crazy goosebump stories. I'm actually writing a book. I'm almost done with it. Um, but I've been editing it, and once it's done, there's a few stories in there that kind of like those crazy moment stories. And then I went to see a local media myself because I'm a skeptic by nature, and she knew things about me. There's no way she could have known. My dad came through. My dad passed a few years before that, and he came through, and uh, welcome. Oh, Yankee fan. That's good. <laughs> so, um, and then after that, it was a year of studying, learning. I read the Bible cover to cover, at least audio version of it was 42 hours. I uh, read books about near-death experiences, soul paths, you name it. <clears throat> and then June of last year, I like kind of came out. It was a big moment for me. I knew I was going to lose some friends. I knew some people would think it's weird. I didn't quite get it, but I did enough research to where I know I needed to protect myself. I know I needed to be very careful. It's a big responsibility. And I did a few test readings. They were spot on and very helpful to the person. So in June, I came out, and I've been doing readings ever since. I've had a few mediums on before. Mm -hmm. I had one recently, which he was great, too. But I've had other ones on in the past. And sometimes I feel like they open up maybe a negative portal. <clears throat> You opened up a big can of worms. Um, yeah, I did. Um, it, and, and the reason why I say this is, like, sometimes, and I'm not going to say names or anything, but um, uh, the one that came in here, like, every th he came in a couple times, and every time he'd leave, he, uh, the negative stuff would happen. Like, bad things would happen afterwards, like reoccurrence. So I'm not going to go down this path? Yeah, I, I, know yeah, you don't I don't want to open up that portal. But I want to just do, if you can. Okay. If it's okay, let's do a short blur. Okay. If it's okay. Yeah, of course. I feel like Old Testament scripture exists for a reason. There was warnings about mediums throughout all of Old Testament. And part of that reason, if you think about the book of Deuteronomy when Moses, not to, I'm not getting religious because there's a difference between religion and having faith in God. It's, right. it's, it's, there's a set of foundations. But anyway, um, if you don't protect yourself and you don't come from a place of pure love, you do, and there are energies because we have free will as human beings and as souls to operate at a vibration that's not of love. So I think those scriptures exist because we have to be protected. Uh, when, before every reading I do, as much as I can throughout my day, I ask for the white light of God to protect me and all of its love. So if you come from a place of pure love, I actually feel very strongly that I'm impervious to those negative energies because I operate in such a high vibration of love. So yes, there are certain mediums that 
there's different ranges of people just like there are different ranges of everyone, mediums. So to that point, when you talk about mediumship, it's very important to protect yourself and work for God. I'm a messenger and work for the higher source. I call it God. People call it universe, source, Allah. doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. Religion is just, it's just a set of beliefs to a higher source. It's 4,000 religions. But to your point, it's very important to protect yourself through any type of medium. That's why I don't deal with Ouija boards, things like that. Right. Um, and I also talk about, on that note, I call, all mediums have psychic ability. All psychic means is you can expand beyond your five senses. Right. But I'm not here to predict some people's future. Right. I'm not here to tell you you're supposed to be with this person or that person. You can't give me the lottery numbers. You can't get you the lottery numbers. Damn it. No, it does not work like that get at out. all. And I wouldn't want it anyway. <laughs> but the point is, I really do believe based on all. I've done 7,800 readings. 99% of them actually have a stronger faith in God after our readings. Mm-hmm. So my, my job, my responsibility as a messenger of God is to build that relationship with him. You know, it's not – and people will want to come back for another reading because they're so amazing. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I tell them no. And if you're going to go see a medium, go see another one and wait six months. Work with God. He, I feel like we have to all build that relationship with a higher source. And we don't really need a medium, but sometimes people do because they're grieving. We're not eating right. We're not exercising. We're not leading with love. Once you lead with love, you really don't really need somebody like me. It's just that people like mediums, preachers, teachers, God sends us, gives us, gives us gifts, Corinthians chapter 12, 4 through 11, to help other people along the path. And so why did you reach out to me that morning? Just something told you? <clears throat> something. I have no idea. I didn't even know. I don't. I we, we met, met that you one once, day. Yeah. And I sent. I don't even know. We met one day, and it just like you instantly changed it, my it, thinking and my way of being at that. So point I just want to correct your wording. It's not me. It's it's spirit. We all right. come from one source. I got you. Not to correct you, but just no, to I know give whoever's watching mm-hmm. um, to say that it comes from a higher source. Right. Like when you're connected to love and you lead from love, you get messages from love. If you and, and I not to. Quote, you know, we are love. We come from love. That's who we are. And when you realize that's who you are, you come from a higher vibration. You do nicer things. It's just so, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like people that are, operate a high vibration are able to connect with messages from spirit to help other people. That's just my point. Huh. So I don't know where it came from. I don't even know why he popped into my head. That, yeah, it was very interesting morning. Do, now, do people think that you're going to be, you know, predicting futures for them and stuff like that? Do you? get that right out of the way like hey listen i'm not you know i'm not a psychic you're not really a psychic you're more of you know connecting to the spirit yeah all mediums are psychic because Uh, they they because again psychic means just using beyond your five senses i got you i'm sure you're using beyond your five senses when you're doing that but i think psychic is a misnomer people oh psychic tell me the future it's not all about telling you the future so Mm -hmm. psychic ability is not just telling the future but um i don't have to do that because i really do firmly believe that the people are put in front of me are the people that are put in front of me for a specific reason, so I don't question that. And whatever comes through in the reading, I have like this little pre-talk that I do, where whatever is, comes through is supposed to come through, and what you're supposed to hear. I do a little prayer before each reading to say that everything that I do is for their highest good of the person that's sitting there. And I feel like people book with me for a specific, specific reason. So no, I mean, on my lives I do, where I have some people say, oh, am I supposed to be with this person? Or, you know, I'll get private messages, my husband cheating? I don't know. That's between you and him and God. I don't I don't do stuff like that. I'll get to missing person stuff. Mm-hmm. But I will forward. I know a person who does missing person stuff, so I'll forward that information to them. But I don't do that. Every person has their own gifts. I mean, I mean, it's called the Bible. I just use the Bible. The Bible is a book of love for me. There's certain things in there that we use to spread love. Corinthians chapter 12, 4 through 11 talks about using your gifts, prophecy, spiritual discernment, discernation. I was trying to say that word. But we have certain gifts that we all have. The we all have them. You're starting to discover yours. Mm-hmm. So you'll have the ability to help other people that way. It's all about helping others. It really is. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the base and the foundation of why I do what I do. 
Hmm. And that's right where I'm at right now. Like a lot of these weird things, and we, we talked about it before we went on air, about some of the strange things that have ha- happening to me. Do you believe that nothing is a coincidence? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. And give Zero me coincidence. So there's no coincidence. Everything happens as part of a bigger plan. It's the way it, it is formed, and it's your path that you're on, 100%. No coincidence. Zero. So why is that even a word? <laughs> why are there so many other words? <laughs> um, <laughs> faith. I mean, think about it. And we all have to, I think part of the reason we all, and I won't get in the Course of Miracles if you ever heard of that, but why we're all here is to learn and to grow and realize that we come from something greater mm-hmm. and that trust. And it's almost like if it was that easy, everybody would. Yeah, no, I firmly believe everything happens as part of a bigger plan. It's often beyond our comprehension. So when you think about things like that, whether it's somebody in the news or something that happens to you that you think is the worst thing, understand that that's part of a bigger plan and grow from it and learn from it. You get knocked down, you get back up. It's mm-hmm. all part of something greater. Right. That's why you need to love and forgive people for things because there's grudges only hold you back. Right. Why yep. the word exists, I don't know. Exactly. Grudges only hold you back. 100%. In my book, I talk about having a forgiveness party. Mm-hmm. I did it about a year ago. I forgave everybody that I ever had a grudge for. Contractors, siblings, <laughs> family, and I just let it all go. Do you have like some sort of 12-step program or some no. kind of step? No. no. You just I lean on I, Each individual person has their own way to do it. That's why I say you got to lean on your source. Because what you're starting to do is awaken, right? So you'll have, hear a song on the radio or your friend will call you or you'll see something and it, just, it will almost illuminate in a way. And that spirit's way to guide you along your path. And when you come from that place of love, and you have pure intentions. Good things happen to you. Everybody has can have downright abundance if all the decisions that you make come from love and not fear. Because the basis of every decision in this world is only two things, love or fear. There's nothing else. That's the basis of everything. So just come from love and your life will. And then when something does happen, you know that it's part of something greater. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. It, it truly does. And I think I have an abundance of love. Yeah, I can I, tell. I do. I, I feel it in my heart. I know, I know I do. I can see it. I think I told you that. Yeah? Yeah, I can, you can see stuff. Like do you want to hug me? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, more? I, you know, I don't tell Sean, but I wouldn't mind. I, you know, I jump over the table. Is it, right see, we're going to have a bromance <laughs> over here. It's <laughs> spawning already. Yeah, see, there you go. Um, yeah, just a lot of weird stuff has been happening to me. One thing I do want to talk about that has been happening to me is I've been getting, and I've talked about this on the show before, but uh, I've been been followed by songs. Some kind of message in songs, um, and, and but I can't figure it out. When you're supposed to, you will. That's the beauty. Don't stress about it. You'll find out. There's been a number that's been around forever. Yeah. And everyone, all my friends, are, oh, what is this number? It's just the spiritual. It comes from something greater. You'll know what it's supposed to be when it happens. What about numbers? In, in regards to and like see, repeative numbers or just constantly seeing numbers, I, I haven't. I, that happens to me a lot too. I've got a couple friends out there too that's watching this podcast right now too. It's happened to them as well. It's just like these numbers follow them. It's spirits' way, God's way, universe's sources' way to connect with you. Mm-hmm. You just have to be open to it. Now I do. There, you know, I am very pragmatic and I'm also a little skeptic of the whole thing, even though I do what I do. Right. But when you open up and understand it's something greater, you'll, you'll accept those, and then you become more aware of them. But to that point, if you're looking for a number, you'll find it. But on the other side, when you get rid of that skepticism and you build onto the trust, you'll know that when you see those, it's something greater. But to any, anyone listening who gets those number songs, things, don't stress about it. Just ask, what are you trying to tell me? And you'll get even, you'll get even more signs. I can give you stories of goosebumps. That's good. Some of them are going to be in the book, but they'll validate over and over and over what you do. You ever try to do something that doesn't feel right? Even though on your mind, you might, oh, this is great, but something here tells you not to, mm-hmm. trust that. Trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Like 
I'll, you know, I'll share with you a quick story. If you don't yeah. mind. No, I would love to. When I was Please. 24, it's in my book. But I'll, I'll give a little sneak peek. Um, 24, Bahamas, cousins getting married, whole family's going, <clears throat> living at home, making good money, no problem. It's 1300 bucks, flight, hotel, easy. I'm on, ready to go. My grandma's going, my mom's going. I'm a big family guy. All my cousins are going. It's going to be amazing. It's in Nassau, Bahamas. It's in 2004. And uh, after I booked the flight, I had this feeling I could not shake. I kept dreaming the plane was going to crash. I kept feeling a knot in my chest. I was, like, crying randomly, like crazy weird stuff. And I can't figure it out. Anyway, long story short, <clears throat> it got so bad that I just gave the ticket to my sister. I didn't even think about it. I said, here, take the trip, go, have fun with the family, blah, blah, blah. I'm in a hotel in Ithaca, not traveling for work, and um, I just felt this huge relief. I, and, and it was so easy. The airline was like, no problem, we'll transfer it. Probably can't do that nowadays, who knows. Um, the hotel was like, yep, put it in her name. And it was like, easy peasy, just flew right through. So it was done. I had a moment where I was like, oh, my gosh, she's going to be on that plane now, too, with my grandma and my mom. And I was dreaming of a plane crash. <sighs> Within a second, I felt like a voice. I almost like, I didn't hear it, but I felt this voice say, and it was like deep and like very commanding. It said, we used your fear of flying because you are not to go on that trip. And I like got goosebumps, and I was like, all right, wasn't supposed to go. And I ended up staying, watching my seven-year-old nephew in cold upstate New York in October when they were all in the Bahamas, having a great time. But as soon as Spirit told me they were going to, and they said, they're going to be fine. We just used your fear of flying. And they went. They had a great time. It turned out, even though my sister doesn't talk to me anymore, or my family, um, that that was a big part of her life. It was a big, it helped her out a lot. And that was what was most important to me. Really? The bottom line is they used time after time, the picture, the plane crash, the, the chest thing to say, hey, listen, not a good idea to go on this trip. Maybe I would have met a girl that I wasn't supposed to. Maybe I got in a fight. I joke, I make a joke in my book, which you'll have to read this. It's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but something probably not good would have happened on that trip. And that stuff has happened to me over and over. And you just use your you use your trust. You use your your intuition. Um, I was supposed to refinance my mortgage a few months ago. The, the rate, it was on paper, it looked perfect. But every step I tried to do, there was a hurdle. After the third hurdle, I was like, not doing it. And it was kind of silly because it was a no-brainer. Lower percentage, lower term. I would have saved a lot, but I just knew I wasn't, so I trusted in God, and I just didn't do it for whatever reason. So you just so the point is you just have to trust when you get those signs. When you're doing something that doesn't feel quite right, that spirit's way to say it might not be the best choice for you. Trust the universe. And so, and, and then from a from, you know, it, from a mind standpoint, it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, it seems like something fun, or you know, we talk about temptations. Right. A temptation in this world, they're all false. We have to choose love over anything else. So. In my case, with the thing, maybe it was just so my sister could go. Maybe it just came to me. Did anything significant happen to you that week that you didn't go to that? Zero. Trip? Nothing. Okay. No, zero. It was, I think, maybe, now that I'm thinking about it, this might be a, a moment for me. Maybe it was just something for her she needed in her life. Maybe I wouldn't have met some girl or gotten a fight or whatever. Maybe she just needed to go on that trip. Maybe I bonded with my nephew at that point. Who knows? Is anybody in your family tapped in? Spiritually? Uh, I mean, I feel like everybody is. Yeah. Like, not to, not to top it, out answer, but. Uh, uh, does I, anybody use what they're tapped into? Or no. use their powers? No. No, but there's a cool story about my grandma. When my great grandmother was in her 40s, she had a dream she was going to die on November 7th. It was like a joke in the family because November 8th, they'd have a big party because she was in the last another year. Because we were all, everyone had a little bit of ability. So she got sick in July of uh, 2000, or I'm sorry, 92. This is my grandma's mom. So she was living with my grandma. My grandma would take a shower. My grandma was getting really bad. My great-grandmother was. She was in the shower, and her grandmother came to her, which was my great-grandma's mom, and said she got the dates backwards. We're coming to get her today. 
She goes, go say goodbye. She got outside, got to the door. She was already gone. Well, she died on uh, July 11th. So she, instead of dying 11-7, she died 7-11. So the whole, her whole life, she thought she was going to die November 7th, and she actually ended up passing away July 11th. She got the numbers right, but just... She got them backwards. backwards. Even, and, her, and her mom, even my grandma's grandma came to her and said, wow. ha-ha, she got the dates backwards. We're coming to take her today. And she died on July 11th. And I got many stories. I got hundreds of those. Yeah. The weird stuff happened to you every day. But like, I don't call it weird. Like I just serendipitous it, yeah. or, or yeah, you know, the universe guidance. guidance. I'll look at a cloud. I'll see something. It's crazy. You just have to trust it. But a normal, I don't want to say that. Um, when you become love, when you truly understand who you are as love, because that's what we are. God doesn't create anything that's not perfect. We just have to realize that we're perfect. That we are perfect. So once you start growing, in, and it takes a whole lifetime, sometimes many. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other subject. And you realize that you've come from love and that you are love, and you start opening up your vibration and sensing you know so, and again it's, it could be because I'm strikingly handsome I'm not sure but I'm um, just kidding uh, people smile at you once you become into like who you really are you just have this like vibration about you and people are attracted to you because of it and I've noticed it over the last couple of years huh. so maybe it's the beard I don't know. It, yeah well it's the love that you give out too it, it is it's a, the, your positivity and you have great energy man the second you walked into this room it, well, you, you feel it thank you I felt the same about you yeah really probably why I contact you is I think we do things on a subliminal level that when you leave from love that you just don't know not to take away from anything. I don't even remember texting those words to you. Really? But because it comes from something greater. That's why I always say it's not, we're all equal. This, this like, caste system, you know, president, whatever, student lieutenant. It, on the other side, we're all one. It's just a, it's a growth perspective. So from here, it's a ranking. On the other side, it's how far you are as a soul, realizing that you're part of God and that you are God. We're all part of God. We just have to wake up and realize that we're perfect love. And it takes many, many, many lifetimes to do it. So you believe in multiple lives? Yeah, I more than believe. I, yeah. I know it as much as someone can know something. Uh-huh. Read, I've read books that... And I ask God before I pick up a book, is this something that's going to help me help other people understand things? And I've, getting, I've gotten no's. I've actually gotten something pop up on my Amazon list, gone to the bookstore, closed my eyes, and pulled out that same book. <laughs> that only happened once, but it happened. And I was like, okay, this is the book. And that book was Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss. It changed my life. There's reincarnation in the Bible, two different verses. Wow. What, is, what does deja vu mean to you? Me personally? My yeah. belief is that... Yeah, what's your belief yeah, in deja vu? Good question. Um, when we, before we incarnate, we actually get a view of our life, of what our life is going to entail, what our challenges are, and, re- and deja vu is a, is a re-watching or a remembrance of your soul viewing that part of your... So maybe going in, dipping into past lives? Uh, so it, it, when you talk it on a human perspective, everything happens at once. There is no time on the other side. It's all happening. It's one moment. But perspective, we're, tr- we're stuck, and this is really, we're talking high-level stuff, but we're stuck in time. We're stuck in our perspective of time. But on the other side, you can actually, from what I've read and understood, you can actually pass in this lifetime and actually experience a lifetime that happened five years ago, if that's what your soul needs to experience. The, and this is way over the top. But the world has happened. We're just viewing it from where our souls are, helping ourselves grow back closer to so you can actually view a lifetime 500 years ago, 500 years later. It's not in succession. This is just from what I've read. Sounds crazy, but... Yeah, it's, so it's not like you're against human in the right place at the right time type of thing? Because or, there's only one moment. Huh? There's only one moment and there's only one soul. We're all one. We just have visualized that we're separate. And it's funny because as I'm talking, I know that if I watched myself two years ago, I would think I'm nuts. Mm-hmm. But from everything... I've read over 120 books. I've done almost 1,000 readings. And I'm tapped into spirit. 
and these things are, tr- are, are true, so what I believe to be true. So, but it's against what you believe to be true as a human because that's part of the whole challenge. Mm-hmm. Why it happens, I don't know. But I know that there's, from what I feel as much as I can know, that definitely you live multiple lives. But we've already lived them. We're just living it from this perspective right now. Okay. It's crazy as it sounds. So when you get these premonitions, how, what, how does it come through? Like pictures? <coughs> like, do you hear a voice in your head or... When I do a reading? Yeah, when reading or however you, you do your thing. It just yeah. happens. And that's it the just happens. It. You'll find, in fact, the funny thing is when I started getting into being a medium, I realized I was, had a draw or people, everyone I ran into talked about meditation. I didn't realize that mediums meditate. I remember meditating and not even knowing anything about mediums meditating. And then I watched, I was watching Tyler Henry or something and they were talking about meditation. I was like, oh, that's cool. Because I suddenly had an interest in mediumship. But I was also interested in meditation, and it was completely separate. The point being, when you meditate and you relax and you don't think about all the stuff that's going on, your phone, whatever, you start to tap into source. And then to answer your question, when you're tapped in and you're at a high vibration of love, you can actually relay messages easier. You don't have to try. The more you try, it actually doesn't work. I'm a Virgo. I'm very, you know, analytical. But once you start meditating and relax the mind, you can be open to spiritual messages. Anybody can. We're all, we're all naturally intuitive. We all have psychic abilities. And by psychic, we only have our five senses. People that are come from love and have abilities can tune into more than five senses if they really want to. But I highly, I talk about this in the book, but I highly encourage it to come from a place of love. It's not to make yourself better. It's not to win the lottery. And I know you're joking about that. But it's not to, you know, it's to help others. I mean, when I do meetings, readings, I charge. But I really don't make a lot. It's really just to help the other people. And mm-hmm. I do free, a lot of volunteer work with readings every Monday night. I also do readings for like parents who lost kids for free as much as I can. But, you know, if everybody wanted a free reading, I'd be doing 24-7. Just, it's, it's tiring. So. Yeah, I could imagine. It doesn't suck your energy? Absolutely. Yeah. More than you know. And I drive a lot for work, too. So Right. I'll have readings at night. I drive for work. I have three little kids I play with all the time. So so how many readings would you do in a day? Uh, the most I've ever done was four. Four. Well, actually, no. I've done way more than that. Okay, so one, after... One time I did eight, so but they were 20 minutes. So doing four readings, it's it, 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 that's got to make you pass out. out. Now, are you tired for a couple of days? No. Does that knock you out just for like a 24-hour period? If or? I get a good night's sleep, I'm good. Yeah. I honestly believe I get energy from... You know, I'm a high-energy person anyway, but I yeah. get energy if I need it. Uh-huh. Like, I'll do... So, like, on a, I've actually drove to work, left at 7, two-hour drive, made my did my work, two-hour drive home, and then had back-to-back. Can you shut it off? Yes. You can? Yeah. But it, but again, rem- remember, and I think this is a value. I just looked at 47. That's my number. It's so the first time I've worked that in a while. Um, <laughs> shut it off. Oh, you have to remember that it, it comes in like the most subtlest thought you could ever imagine. It It's like a flow of information, but it's subtle. It, it feels like you're actually making it up. But then when you say to someone who's, you know, Hector or whatever, and then they're like, that's my grandpa. Like, you can't make that up. Right. And I'll actually give me names and information that the, pay, the person doesn't know. I call them the sitter I'm giving the reading to. And they'll be like, no. And I'm like, yes. This is something you have to figure. It happened today, actually. I was talking about two keys to someone I ran into. Something about two keys. She's like, nope. I'm like, yes. It's something. I, I wouldn't get it if it wasn't something. And it ended up being she made a spare key for someone literally today. And it was she didn't think about it because of the whole situation. But, yeah, so what comes through is supposed to come through. Hmm. It comes from trust. It's like a voice, or not even, <laughs> not even. It's a thought. It's a thought. It's literally a thought. That's why in the beginning, like when I was doing the reading for the woman in the restaurant, I'm like, "Do you have like a?" I even I think I said something like, "Do you have a middle girl and two a boy older and younger?" And she's like, "Yes." And so I could have easily 
pulled it from her head, and that was one of my fears. I was wondering, like, did I just read her mind, or was this really her husband? Mm. Because if it wasn't really her husband, I, wouldn't, I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be fooling people. I want this genuinely to be her husband. And he gave me information that there's no way I could have known that she wasn't even thinking about. But then the butterfly was there. I mean, I didn't know she had a butterfly tattoo, and she probably wasn't thinking of it. And then why would I get, a, why would I get this laughing feeling? So I'll do a reading for someone, and I'll get a feeling behind it. And then I will, I'll tell them what I see, and then I tell them what it feels behind it. And it's usually pretty... Sometimes they don't get it, but most of the time it's pretty... You think they, they get it after you after your reading sometimes? Sometimes I'll get yeah. emails. I got one. I did one Saturday, and a girl emailed me Sunday. They, and there were so many validations, but she said, we validated even more. Uh-huh. So, and, it, and it's not me. It's just I just happen to be in the middle. We come from something greater, and there's certain people that can help channel it. Uh-huh. It's, it and again, not to reference the Bible, but prophecy and spiritual communication was through the entire Bible. You know? And I just mentioned the Bible because most people in America are... Right. 78% are Christian, but um, it doesn't matter what religion you are. It, 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 we all have the ability to reach the higher source. We just have to, whatever road we choose to get there is, is whatever road we choose. Well, I imagine you mentioned, you know, Christianity and stuff like that. I imagine you get a lot of people on your ship being like you're kind of an evil source, right? I'm sure you get that. Not a, not a ton, but yeah. yeah. I get emails from people once in a great while. It doesn't happen often. Who are, I, I don't. I don't like this word, but it's the, it's the definition of the word, and, and it's ignorant. And all ignorant means is a lack of knowledge. You can look it up in the dictionary. It means a lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And they just don't have the knowledge. They look at Old Testament scripture, and they see that it says, you, sh- you know, you seek out a medium. Um, you're gonna you're channeling the devil, and that's not always accurate. Those were laws that were written 2,000 years ago. Hmm. So, and I have a whole blurb on that. There's a huge, it's my biggest chapter in my book. is about religion and how it's really not against Christianity specifically, because where we are but um, it's really not if you look at the context when it was written. So. But most of the 99% of the messages, the family, the friends when I came out were very – I've lost a couple of friends, but most of them have been pretty loving in understanding that this helps people. And I think if some of those other people really sat down and listened – and all my, all my readings are recorded. I have every single one recorded. And I would love to hand them to someone who wanted to evaluate them. But um, when, if those people who choose not to be friends with me anymore or think that I'm channeling the devil listen to those readings and know that I'm coming from a place of love, they would change their mind in an instant mm-hmm. if they were just willing to learn a little bit and open their minds. But then I think maybe in this lifetime they're not supposed to. Maybe they're not at the spiritual growth that some other people are. So that's why it's all about forgiveness, which is the foundation of love. So just not holding any grudges. I'm, now I'm getting something for you. And I don't know if it was because of the look you just gave me, <laughs> but I feel like the next step for you is to have your forgiveness party. And you write a list. I did it. I had like nine people or 11 people on a list. And I did who it was, right? So maybe this is information for you or anybody watching. Um, who the grudge is with, what it's about, and how you can fix it, right? So are you going to send them an email or do you just want to forgive them and just, you don't have to talk to them, just forgive them. And, you know, I, I chose that with some certain people. It's just, you know what? They, they, you know, owed me 800 bucks and you know what? Whatever. That I forgive them and then I've seen the person since and smiled and shook their hand. And so you don't hold, and you don't worry about it because it doesn't really matter. That's why if you forgive and you come from a place, I'd say I think that's what's on your, on your list to do. Not to call you out. No, it's okay. you can call me out. I feel like today you could call me out. Forgiveness party for you. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. grudges hold, only hold you back. Right. And so if t- I do something to you, I'm Italian too, so that, <laughs> that's a characteristic of being Italian. You know? <laughs> There's a woman whose daughter was killed by a um, drunk driver. Mm-hmm. His daughter. That's the, that's the, me, I have a daughter. Right? It's the worst thing you could ever imagine. Right. She, uh, he got convicted, life for 25. She went two years later and told the judge I want to reduce his sentence and I wanted to go around the schools and um, teach kids about drunk driving. So now she used to go visit him in jail, brought him food. Now they're as much friends as friends can be, but
But if a woman could forgive a man for killing her own wow. wife, what are we? That's deep. What are we? Someone cuts you off. Seriously. Someone steals from you. Right. What does it matter? So it what if really you owe me 20 bucks? That's why, that's why um, it just come from a place of love and understand it's all part of a bigger plan. She chose that high road, and she's better off for it, too. So is he. That doesn't even include how he feels now. He probably, probably felt terrible. Well, now he has the opportunity for the person he hurt the most that I forgive you. I forgive you. Those words are so powerful. So have your forgiveness party. Yeah. It's going to take you. They're telling me it's going to take you some months to put it all together because it's not going to be an easy. Not, not, I'm not saying because it's a long list as much as we can joke. No, it's a big but list. But there's <laughs> a heavy, it's a heavy list. For it you. is. Um, and that drains you for sure. So It is a heavy list. We'll talk about it. All right. Cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Are there some people you can't not read? Me. Yes. Yeah. Of course. But I don't try. That's the beauty of it. Right. If they're supposed to get a message, they're supposed to get a message. Yeah. And, but as as time goes on, the messages just get stronger. The thoughts get stronger. And I'm not kidding. I tell this is an example. So what was your question again? Hey, there are people you can't read. Yes, there are. Um, and I don't know why, but I think I think the basis is there. if you're supposed to be read, you're supposed to be read. I remember when I first started coming into this, I would walk by people. I'm supposed to give them a message. Like, I'm thinking of something. Am I making that up? Or And now I just – and it happens – it's been happening a lot more lately. I lost my father-in-law a few weeks ago, and ever since he passed, I've been getting dads coming through, like, on the street, really? <laughs> literally. Um, but usually, I'll go months and be walking around and never get anything. One time in Syracuse, sitting at a mall a year and a half ago, and just, this woman came in for her husband. He just started talking. My wife randomly picked that seat, so I thought. And he was getting married in a couple weeks. This guy was 80-something. And his wife had passed. They were married 50 years. Came through and told him, like, five or six different things in it made his day so she even said to tell him about the song at the wedding don't worry if it's the same song that was at our wedding because there would have been a moment that he experienced that would have thought oh man and it's okay and so they'll come through from the other side with messages too so there are certain people that can't but i firmly believe if they're supposed to they're supposed to but the way i explain it is the thought in your mind think of a color just think of a color in your mind did you make it up yeah that's how it comes out (laughs) so i'm not going to read your color i could guess but i'm not going to but um no, I want to. But uh, but that's not what it's about because you're not reading minds when you do readings. Really, at least, I, at least right. from my experience. Right, I right, right. Someone, I said the name Milton. She's like, no, no, no. This is during one of my test readings. And she didn't validate it. Needless to say, a day later, she did a family tree thing or something, and her grandfather's middle name was Milton, and she didn't even know that. Out of all names, it wasn't like it was Mike or Bill right. or Bob. It was Milton. And that was her grandfather who had passed, and they were close. Her middle name, his middle name. So they'll use things that... The person doesn't know to reiterate that we're not reading minds. It's coming from something different. But it's but to the color thing, it's a subtle thought. Okay. It literally feels that's why in the beginning it was hard. It feels like you're just making it up. It feels like you're fabricating stuff. But once it gets validated, and I can give you tons of examples, but and I'll just give you one real quick. I see a caramel bar, and I use this one a lot. I just see it in my mind. I could see the caramel just. So I'm talking to the girl. I'm like, do you like caramel bars? Just buy one. Because we have. it's like a game of charades. You have to figure out what the spirit's trying to say. Gotcha. Right. And she's like, no, I don't. I like Butterfingers. I'm like, no, this is definitely a caramel bar. And she's like, no, no. So we, we move on. The spirit was trying to communicate something. Well, 20 minutes later, we realized it was her ex-husband. And I said, does, does, do you, does he have any other, daughter, any other children from another marriage? And she said, yeah, he has a daughter. I said, what's her name? Carmela. <laughs> so he was trying to bring attention to his daughter. So a skeptic will be like, well, Carmelo isn't Carmela, but that's how it works. It's, it's right. like a, it's, you'll get, you even see like John Edwards, one of the best mediums in the world. Get, who's the B? Who's the BR? They don't, we don't get full names all the time. One time I got a full name, first and last, but usually it's just letters. So it's a subtle, it's the most subtle thought you can ever imagine. That's why like 
if you ever want to deliver a message to someone and you're coming from a place of love, mm-hmm. you have to trust it. Trust that it's something that's going to be for their own good. It's not like you're going to get a message of something for, unless, if, as long as you're protecting yourself, you're going to get a message that's going to help people. Mm-hmm. So trust it. Trust it. And it, that's been the moral of the story today so far in this conversation is, you know, trust the process, trust the universe, trust the higher being, trust yourself and trust your God. And they're making me say, as long as it comes from a place of love, if you do, if you're not in a good intention, and that's the beauty of like knowing me, who I am, I'm the only and you could see it, but I'm the only one that knows that I am pure love. I am. I am always out for other people. I smile. I forgive. I just that's who I am. Mm-hmm. So I know that everything that comes or most things, if not everything that comes across my way is going to be accurate because I'm coming from a foundation of love. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if anyone else can say the same thing, then all you need to do is trust it. I want to go back to the people that you can't read. Are you straight up with them and be like, listen, I can't read you? Oh, you mean during like an appointment? Yeah, an appointment. Uh, it's happened three times in a year and a half out of probably 800 readings. And so do you think three because times. they have no love maybe, no self-love? No, no, not at all. I refunded all of them. Did you? Uh, one of them, it was a weird story. And, well, long story short, I started getting into stocks again. And... Part of the reason I got into this whole thing was I was raking my leaves and some voice said, if you quit gambling, you have a gift. So I quit gambling and then all this stuff started happening. Well, I got back into stocks. I had a reading that night and I just had put money on uh, E-Trade and I had a reading and nothing was coming through. Well, at least some stuff was, but it was nothing. It meant nothing to her. So I refunded her, or I said, I can refund you or we can reschedule. I just maybe had an off night and she rescheduled with her. The second reading was amazing, but that night I was in bed asking why. And I just saw stocks, E-Trade, stop. And I said, shit, okay. So the next day I took a hit, sold all my stocks, cashed out, and that was it. The other two, one of them was an older woman, and I was saying very specific things. I just don't think she got it. And then the other one, um, I don't know why. It just Some people are just, um, I believe the stuff that comes through, and they just don't understand it, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, but I always refund if nothing comes through, for sure. Because it's, it's, it's not about the money anymore. But yeah, some people. I think mostly it's not because they can't be read; it's because they don't aren't getting the messages that are coming through for whatever reason. They're skeptic, or they're not specific enough. Or people will come in. I asked my mom for a specific thing, and you didn't say it. I went to go see a medium, and I asked my dad for three specific things. He said nothing, but she said a ton of other stuff that I would be silly not to understand that it came from him huh. because she was no way she would have known that. So some people are just a little tough. Gotcha. But I've grown in my right. confidence of saying, just today, with the girl with the two keys. I'm like, she's like, nope. I'm like, yes, yes. And she kept saying <laughs> no. And then finally, after about 20 seconds, she's like, oh, wait a minute, the two keys. And I'm like, yeah, so I just have to, you have to trust it. Again, it comes back to trust. So, yeah, there's some people that aren't readable, but I definitely wouldn't say that they don't have love. It's just maybe maybe it wasn't the right time to do it. Maybe they didn't understand it, but it could be all sorts of A things. deflector shield over the chakras. Yeah, yeah. Lock, could be lock chakras yeah. for sure. <laughs> I, I do acupuncture and Reiki, get Reiki treatments regularly. Do you? Important. Yeah, it's important. Do you meditate? Every day. Every day? I did this morning. And how long? Uh, I, if, if it's for a minute, I do it for a minute. Okay. I try to do it for 10. Okay. As much as I can. And then if worse comes to worse, I write about it in my book. If you forget to meditate, meditate yourself to sleep. How do you shut your brain off? I don't. You don't? Ever. Ever. Even during meditation? All the med- I've meditated for two years. I've only twice for one second gotten to a bliss feeling. One time my body was, it was like an orgasm times 100. And it was just like, oh. And then I realized that I wasn't, you know, and you want to get, that's how like our true nature is. But um, you can get to that over time, but I just haven't gotten there. I, I sit there and meditate and I'm thinking about work or whatever. But it's about, I talk about in the book, it's about the intention. So if you take a minute, five, ten every day. Close your eyes and just, I, I usually count down from 20. I just go 20, as deep as I can, 19. Then you start thinking of other things. 
then you forgive yourself that you're, there's forgiveness, trust, <clears throat> that you're not thinking about the numbers and you're thinking about the dog or whatever and go back to the numbers. And that training of your mind to kind of go back to thinking of being love and that meditation will help you raise your vibration and be more open to spirit messages. But yeah, meditation is very, very important. I mean, if you look at it, even the Bible, Old Testament talks about meditation. They told Moses to go meditate by the burning bush. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's relaxing the mind and that's the simplest way to put it. It's just breathing in, breathing out. Huh. I have a hard time meditating. I do too. Because I, I, can I can't shut my brain up. Same with me. Happens all the time. Yeah, and I imagine you, like with these premonitions and spirits, you know, kind of coming through you, that you can never shut it off. You mean you, you, everything? I like messages probably come through you all day long, right? No, not no, really. not really. Not really. No. So when you're focused on getting messages, when, I'm not focused. when you're not so, focused, so we're doing the loop thing, so not in the, the other bad way around. The less you try, and the more you trust, when a message comes through, it's supposed to come through. Because when I first came into it, I was like, am I, giving, am I supposed to give him a message? Am I supposed to give you a message? But now I'm like, if I, if I know I'm supposed to, it'll just come through. So I don't try to. So it's almost the opposite of what you think. When you meditate and you relax, you let it flow. Whatever comes through, comes through. If you try to do it, it's not going to work as well. You have to almost forgive. It's the same kind of thing. You let go. What are the seven steps of spirituality? I have no idea. You don't know? <laughs> no. Is there a specific thing? I think there is. Okay. Right? Enlightenment. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Somebody came across that the other day and was like, you got to learn the seven signs of spirituality. And I'm like, I don't know. I've oh. never even heard of this before. Yeah, there's so programs, I was there's things. Would. No, no, no. Just trust. <laughs> trust and love. Trust and love. And that's the moral. This is the PSA for today. The public service announcement is trust and love. I love, love it. First. Love because first. Trust is, a, is a, you know, all these other things, the forgiveness, the trust, the compassion all comes from love. Mm -hmm. Every, and, and in the book I'm reading now, is there's only two foundations, love and fear, and only one is real. All the rest is just, you know, like, I stopped watching the news. My my goal, my before I die, whenever that may be, <clears throat> is that we need to get a nationally syndicated news channel with positive news. I agree. If I you agree. watch the news right now, I put it in my book, make a chart. What makes you feel good? What makes you, makes you not so, feel not so good? We're all energy. So when you watch things, you see bad things, you feel bad things. You feel great coming out of a horror movie or a, a love story or a comedy. You know, it's 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 the same kind of feeling. Although there are probably some people, <laughs> but in the it all it's all about energy. And the more we come from love, the better things are. That's who we are. No doubt. The only truth. It is. It is the only truth. What do you do for downtime? Do you ever get downtime? Do you, like, what do you do to relax? Acupuncture. Yeah. <laughs> Meditate. We actually have a meditation pod we bought. We opened up a studio in Geneva. Wow. And we have a pod. We can sit and it plays different wavelengths of music and puts colors and uh, has Himalayan salt, and it kind of neutralizes me. Um, but my kids, even though they're tiring, it's my, it's my thing. Um, that's really it. I mean, for the, for the full-time job, the three little kids and the mediumship, yeah. barely have tough time for the wife. Do you, <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> but don't worry, I get enough time for that. <laughs> do you... Um, do you ever think that the daytime job would take a backseat to you doing readings and stuff? So it's funny you say that because that parallels your other question. And for ye for a year or two, I'm like, when am I going to transition? Not to the other side. but Well, that too. But when am I going to be able to do this full time? Um, and I just trust when the time is right, the time is right. Mm -hmm. When I got this job offer, which was two years ago today, 20, 27, tomorrow, 
two years ago, November 27th, is when I switched my jobs. I was in my previous company for 13 years, <coughs> and I put a bunch of feelers out uh, to kind of show me if it was the right thing to do. And I like put a salary in my mind of what they were going to offer me. It was the exact salary. Those are those things I was talking about. When, when it, when the universe is aligning to what you're trying to do, that means you're going in the right direction. When you doesn't, when you feel blocked and doesn't feel right, that's where you want to step back and reengage. But when the time comes, the time will come. Because for a year, I would stress: Am I leaving this year? Am I leaving next year? Um, do I think I'm eventually going to be doing some sort of mediumship, speaking, traveling, talking full time? Probably. But I, I really enjoy my job. I enjoy being home with the kids. But at the same time, I answer to God. And whatever, whenever and whatever he wants me to do, I'm going to do it. So the short answer is yes, mm-hmm. I think so. But when, I'm just enjoying. And this is another point. I need to make sure I enjoy every second of what I have. Because you never know what's going to come. True. So instead of worrying about when I'm going to go into that full-time position, I'm just going to enjoy now and know that when that comes, that's the right time. Again, if we don't overthink and worry about when and who, what, where, and just trust, life's a lot easier. Do you really tend to is. overthink? I, yes. Yeah? Yes. I still do, but not even close to what I used to, because I'll catch myself. That's the beauty of meditation. When you meditate and you start thinking and you're not meditating, you catch yourself thinking and then just kind of relax. Mm-hmm. Meditation teaches you to be a better parent, more patient, more forgiving, more loving. But, yeah, when I start to overthink, because I've meditated for so long and I'm at such high vibration, I stop because there's no point in doing it. So I'll catch myself thinking of probably five to 10,000 times throughout the day, and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> Whether I'm driving or whatever, it's just like, hey. So I'll look, and it sounds silly, but I'll drive and look at a tree and just appreciate the beauty. I'll smile at someone driving by me, next to me. Uh, I'll actually send love through a window of another car just to, just to do it instead of thinking about, am I going to hit my quarter or, you know, whatever and so I just I turn it to love so yeah so meditation will help you stop overthinking and And it's almost oxymoronic because you think I can't meditate because I overthink but once you start meditating you catch yourself right and then you come from love and then so it's like a domino effect overthinking takes away from the present too it does Eckhart Tolle's Power of Now if you haven't read it probably a good book for you okay I have a great book for you to read too it's called Find Wander in the Ordinary it's written by a friend of mine Bernie Freitag and it's about all these serendipitous moments that that occur in life and about taking the little things in life for granted, such as, like, clouds and trees. And when you mentioned that, the, the trees and uh, that sparked this, um, you should check it out. It's called Find Wander in the Ordinary. It, it, it's an excellent book. In fact, I had a copy sitting around here somewhere, but somebody might have took it, taken it. But, um, yeah, I'll have to get you a copy of that. It's an excellent book. In fact, Bernie's going to be Heather's guest on Monday on Unstoppable You. So uh, if, if you get a chance, uh, no coincidence, right? If you get a chance, tune in. But I know you do your live thing on Monday too, right? Usually. Usually. I've been so, uh, so I did add a passing in the family, which I wasn't very my condolences. transparent about it. Thank you. Um, it was my wife's father, and uh, it's been it's been tough for the family. So the last couple Mondays, I haven't really gone live. It's mm-hmm. been kind of draining. We want to spend some time together. Okay. So, but usually, every Monday for a year, I didn't miss a Monday. I know. And then I realized... I have a good friend who's a medium, and she messaged me and said, I don't think you should go live. I feel like spirit wants you to rest, and I trust this person very much. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, and that was two weeks ago. Last week I did I did one, but then this week I just didn't feel up to it. And I've always been the type of sacrifice person. I want to help other people because the readings, they go pretty well, and a lot of people get a lot of healing from it, even if it's not for them. But watching other people get readings is very healing. Um, but I've just been so drained lately. You can hear it in the voice. I'm just I'm running out of energy. My full-time job is an annual job that ends in December. So between that and then my readings and then the passing, 
And then, of course, the kids and school and tests and everything and sports. I haven't really done too many Mondays, although I tried really hard. I feel like it's that time of year, too, where everything just comes down on you. It's usually right around the holidays where yeah, just it, it, it turns into a bunch of shit storms, if you will. Yeah, and then, you know, losing my father-in-law. And then my father passed away in October a uh, few years back and, you know, of course, the holidays. And uh, So, yeah. So, yeah, this is – I probably will hopefully go live a couple times in December. Mm-hmm. But I've been very selfless when it comes to that, and I think I need some time for the family and time to recharge. Right on. I'm not big into astrology. I did take an astrology class, but I guess Mercury's been in retrograde or something weird. Not anymore. They, not right for now. the last, like, three weeks, I guess, it's been something kind of weird. So, And I've been feeling it, too. So I always got to remember that I always use the mask analogy on the plane. you got to put the mask on yourself before you can help others. So I've been trying to do that a little bit more for myself. Okay. Because I always I'm, – I'm so selfless. I try to, like, do so much for others. I forget to, like, recharge myself. I kind of run myself down. You have a book coming out, though, soon, right? I, my, I, I'm thinking, it's funny, I originally thought it was going to be summer. Mm-hmm. Then I started writing. I got an editor, and I, we finished the first edit, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be out in the spring. But I've been looking for a literary agent, and I haven't found one yet, and I want the right one, so I'm just waiting until I find the right one. But again, that's trust. So my guess is probably by next summer it'll be out. Okay. But whenever it's supposed to be out, it'll be out. But it's mostly done. Do you have a title for the book? I do. I'll let you know when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple different ones. The one I originally had, I keep changing. So okay, yeah. but it, but the premise, yeah, is um, that was my next question. Uh, you see, I'm just kidding. Right now. Um, <laughs> is how to live the best life you can, how to trust, how to pay attention to signs, about forgiveness, meditation, diet, um, soul, the fact that we're souls, reincarnation. Uh, it's talk about mediumship, how it works, uh, how it's not against the Bible. <laughs> I have a huge chapter about religion it's called oh god um but it's like probably 20 pages of just scripture why it's okay to why jesus was a medium um but there's a lot of stuff in the book if you've lost someone you loved you want to know about why we're here and you want to know how you can live the best life you can live the book's for you excellent so when it comes out please come back okay please and so we can help promote it and get it out there and we've got a couple things in the works you and i Mm -hmm. that we're going to be doing down the road so i'm looking forward to all that we'll let you know when that comes out really, really soon. Check your local listings. If you're out there in Facebook land, do us a favor and click the share button. That would help us spread the word of what Dan's got going on with his medium ship. You call it a medium ship? Yeah. yeah would that be the proper word? Who's the Michael Jordan of mediums? Uh, you know, John Edward has been, like, the guy. Uh-huh. He's someone who I look up to. Okay. Every medium has their own style. Okay. My favorite medium is, is Mama Medium. She's on TLC. Okay. I've been to her live shows, and she's just... There's just something about her. But um, John Edwards probably the one now, okay. um, in my opinion. Um, he's the one I enjoy the most. Do you have a mentor? Um, I have two mentors. One is a local one. Um, is Beth Lynch. She's a local medium in Geneva. She's the one who gave me my readings. She's very good. Yeah. And then Mama Medium has become a mentor for me. We're, we actually text today. She's been a little bit of a guide for me. Because I went to two of her shows. My dad came through twice. Wow. Which is, I mean, there's hundreds of people in the show. And my dad came through both times I saw her. Very strong. So it just kind of, and then we connected and, you know, we passed each other messages. And she's just a really good-hearted, warm, loving person who's really good and has very good intentions. So I use her as a little bit of a mentor. Does your dad come through often for you? So I remember the last time you were here. He's came through through Teresa Caputo. Okay. She's the Long Island media. Yeah, yeah. She, we yeah. got her at the Stanley in a couple weeks, actually. Yeah, she came. Oh, you do? Yeah. I'd like to go see that. You should. Can you get me front row tickets? No, I can't because it's almost sold out. I know. Yeah, it's almost, she sells out quick. Last time she was there, they did a whole TV special. I was on national television. Yeah. Yeah, to help her down the stairs and nice. stuff. Yeah, I'd like to go to that. Remind me because I really would like to go. I try to see her in Buffalo last week. 
Yeah. But my dad came through her, uh, Mama Medium. Um, so you had a reading with Teresa Caputo? No, and that's a whole other conversation. But I was in a studio of 2,000 people, and she was giving a reading to a gentleman. And this is a longer story I'm not going to do here. <clears throat> she was giving a reading to another man, another person, and it was my dad. He gave his first name, my sister's name. The years ago he passed, a private joke, stuff give you goosebumps. 13 validations I counted. Did you so stand up and be like, that's me? No, nope. nope. no, and that's you just let it go. And here's the thing. They call it piggybacking. Like on my lives, I'll have people that message me after and say, you were giving a reading for her, but that was my grandma. Like I, and I used to look at it and be like, okay, yes, maybe it was her. I'm not sure, though. But, you know, maybe, we'll, you know, maybe you can get a reading another time. You know, and no coincidences, right? And so, but I've heard of piggybacking, but I never experienced it. Mm -hmm. I go to Teresa Caputo, and I piggybacked. My dad piggybacked on that soul. I don't know how it works. I don't understand it, but there's no doubt in my pragmatic mind that that was my dad doing the best he could. There was so much specific stuff, it would blow your mind. I'll tell you the story maybe next time. And um, so anyway, um, he comes through every time I go to a reading. Almost every time. Every really. And when he comes through to me, it's it's hard because when I if I give a reading for you, uh -huh. I get say I get crayons or something, whatever. And someone in your in your life's a teacher. That's my symbol for crayons. And it's someone who I need to talk to you about. And this may be a message I don't know because that's how it comes in. But it's like a thought, right? I don't know who the teacher is. I don't know who it is. Um, I just got sidetracked. We were talking about my dad coming through. Oh yeah. So when it comes through for me, and I'm the only one that can validate it, it's hard. But I'll give you an example. I was on a plane. I was kind of meditating. And I was. my dad came to me. just in my mind. I just thought of him. And I think about him a lot, but not all the time. And um, he said, um, I'm really proud of you. So I get emotional. I'm talking about my dad. <clears throat> he said, um, I'm excited for you, and you do, you're on the right track. And um, he said, you got a lot, pretty much had a lot of good stuff coming up. You, got, you better, he said, prepare yourself. Or no, he said, buckle your seatbelt. Because there's a lot of stuff coming up for me. Maybe the career thing you were talking about the next couple of years. And I said, Dad, how do I know? This is in my mind. My eyes are closed. How do I know this is you? He goes, open your eyes. Now, I said to myself, what am I going to see him floating? I go, I'm just making this shit up. I'm just making this up. There's no way. I open my eyes, and what do you think I see? Fasten the seatbelt. It was the very first thing I saw when I opened my eyes. So I said to myself, did I look at that before I closed my eyes? Is that why I thought of it? But once you get to that trust, I knew that my dad was validating it was him. And the only way I knew it was him because I had that validation after. If I give a reading for you about the crayons and you say, oh, my sister's a teacher and blah, 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 and I give you the message, that's the validation I wouldn't know if you didn't tell me. When it's my dad coming through for myself, the only way I get validated is by something else. And the fasten seatbelt was the way that he validated it. Or the fruit fly. Like I was here and saw one of the fruit Yeah, with the fruit fly. He comes to me in a fruit fly. I was, yeah. Is, is that what you were waving away? I was in long. Am I talking too much? No, no, no. Please. <laughs> I was at a national continue. sales meeting last last year. I was a number one sales rep in my entire company. Nice. Right? And I was always weird about saying that because people think, "Oh, he thinks he's." I worked hard. I was number one rep. Right. So Be proud I, of I, that. I got to get better at that because I'm always worried about what other people think. Like, because I'm so like, I'm all about others. I'm really, <laughs> but I was I was number one. I'm very proud of that. Anyway, so I met this the meeting. The CFO of our parent company is talking to the entire group of our peon little company. It's the CFO of the bigger company. It's a big guy. So I, weird thing happened. I see a fruit fly, and it goes right in front of my face, across his face, but right near me. And I got a, a feeling of I'm very proud of you. And I was like, that's so cool. Like, is that real? I looked at the clock. Now, if you also, too, you look at there's 41 people on here right now. That's my number. 41 is right here. I thought it was 47. No, 47 is a different number. 41 is my life number. It's okay. two 
know my numbers. You know, I if we're gonna be best, I, if we're gonna be lovers, you know, we got. <laughs> so so forty one's been my number ever since, right? So the thing comes across. I'm proud of you. I look at my clock and it's nine forty one. So that's validation for me. It's my dad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't end there. So boom, fruit fly. I'm proud of you. Nine forty one. So I'm like getting a little emotional. The CFO goes, "Where's Daniel?" You know, he says my full name, and I'm like, and there's 150 people in our entire organization, and, and I'm just like. Raise my because I was the number one rep, so he must have got on stage and said, who's number one in the company? And he goes, that guy up in Syracuse, that's where the rubber meets the road, right? And so that was a call-out for me by the CFO of our big company, who you, just to shake his hand would be an honor, right, um, from a human perspective. And so I knew it was my dad because the fruit fly, I'm proud of you, 41, and then he announces my name within five seconds right after that happens. So he's, my dad's been around. I have a chapter dedicated to my dad in my book. That's awesome. And he's been around just as much after he passed as he's been when he was physical. And I would even say just a little bit more, as much as I love you guys as well. Amazing. So he was he had, he had a different kind of life, but we always stayed close, especially towards the end. I helped him out a lot. Um, but he's been around very, very present. And your spiritual guide. He, was he? He's your guide. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I have a few guy. I have guide stories I'll give you goosebumps. We can, all have spirit guides. Can you share one? Uh, if you really want to. Yeah, yeah, like 100%. Talking like all, I feel like I've been talking too much. I don't, no, it's good. This is a podcast. We're supposed to talk. I was in a meditation about a year and a half ago, and um, again, you feel like you're making it up, but I said, I got the name George, right? Or no, I was in my meditation, I felt this energy sit next to me in my mind. And I'm like, oh, well, who are you? You know, you still feel like you're making it up. And he's like, well, I'm George, I'm your new spirit guide. I was like, all right, nice to meet you, George. Like, yeah, right. I'm just, y- just making stuff up in my head. Your new spirit guide. Yeah. What happened already, to the old one? Well, I, already, well, I have an original one. <laughs> Chuck is from a while back. You kicked them out? That's another story. <laughs> okay. That's another story. But I think Chuck George is a better story. All right. I got Chuck and George, and I got a new one that just happened last week. Is it Chuck I, still around? Chuck's, I think so. I don't okay. know. It's, it's like a thought. So you don't really know. It's literally all just thoughts. Okay. So anyway, long story short, sitting in meditation, George, new spirit guy. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, just making it up. Well, I was driving down to Ithaca again, believe it or not, Ithaca, the same thing. And I'm listening to a woman, a podcast on a woman who's talking about souls. Nothing to do with spirit guides. Well, about halfway through her talk, she starts talking about spirit guides. And I was like, oh, yeah, I wonder if that George guy's real. Did I just make that up? Because I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Right after I said that, within one second, I passed by a road called Gorge's Road. G-O-R-G-E-S. Now, it's not George, but it's the same letters as George. Right. And I was like, well, that was weird. Right. I'm like, that's weird. So well, maybe, you're in Ithaca, too, though. Sure. Okay. Of course, I'm skeptical to say that. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> then, and I was like, okay, well, maybe he is. Okay, well, maybe he is. Five seconds later, there was a sign for It's a Wonderful Life. And I don't know if it was a or whatever. That sign's not there anymore. But it's right where Titanic falls on. Okay. Yeah. That sign. It used to say it's a wonderful life. And I was like, oh, that, I love that movie. Wait a minute. I go, George is the guy in the movie who met his angel, his spirit guide. What are the chances that the night before I get George spirit guide, I'm watching a podcast. She talks about spirit guides. I drive by Gorgeous Road and then drive by It's a Wonderful Life sign. Now, a normal person who's not in a spiritual thing will just like chalk it up to happenstance. But when you're at that place and you know that, what are the chances of all four of those things happening within that period of time? And so the skeptic will be like, oh, it's just random. But then you know that's not. There's no way. What are the chances of passing that and then passing the sign? I feel like I'm trying to convince you because you look you're like. No, 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 I believe. No, no, it's <laughs> so like, because yeah, so. it actually, I, it reminds me of the story that I was kind of talking to you about. Uh, before we got on air, I told you I spent a little time with Trey Anastasio from Fish. In Geneva, which is your hometown. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I got back from there, um, the album, their album, Fish's album, Billy Breeze, and the song it was following me for a couple days. 
And so it got really weird, especially the very first day. So I woke up that morning, and it, this is a Friday, too. I know exactly the date. It was a Friday. And uh, I woke up that morning, heard the song, Billy Breeze. It, it's a cute lullaby song. You know, it's very dreamy. You know, So I'm like, oh, cool. I haven't heard the song in a while. Played it. Getting in my car. The song plays again. Okay. Randomly. Randomly. On the radio or something. Uh, no, it was Spotify. You know, Spotify, Pandora, whatever. One of the streaming services. So then I had a podcast that day. And I'm talking to a local band called Our Common Roots. And the lead singer, Brian. Well, we start talking about how CBD is very beneficial for dogs and separation anxiety. And so during that conversation, Brian from Our Common Roots says, well, what I usually do is I just play my dog, Billy Breeze, from Fish, and that usually calms them down. I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. So that's three Billy Breeze references in, in, in a matter of like three hours. Yeah. Right? So pack up, done with the podcast. I'm throwing a, uh, a concert, a benefit concert for one of my mentors, Captain Tripp who has been gone for a couple of years now. And we throw a benefit concert for him. All the proceeds go to Stephen Swan Humane Society, so on and so forth. But Captain Tripp, he owned head shops in Utica. So he has all these belongings and, like, jewelry and, and beads and incense and all these posters and stuff like that. So we have bins, and we put them out for people, and they can, whatever they pay, it goes to the Stephen Swan Humane Society. Anyways, so we're getting the bins ready to load in for Trip Fest, which is the next day on Saturday. And my friend Tommy, which is Captain Chips' brother, says, what's in that bag over there? I said, I don't know. I've never seen this bag before. I open it up, and it's a bag of posters. First poster I pulled out, the album release for Billy Breeze. No way. Yeah. So I pull I still have it. I'm going to frame it. It's huge. <laughs> it's the album release. So I'm like, oh, my God. This is so freaking weird now. Like, now now it's getting weird. Before I thought maybe. Right, right. And I, we say no such thing as coincidence. Maybe I thought it was a coincidence. But wrap it up. We pack up everything. We're there. We, we load everything out. I come home, and I go to Netflix, and I'm on Netflix. I'm about to go to bed, whatever, and sure enough, there's a Trey Anastasio documentary on Netflix right now. It's awesome. It's called Between the Buried and Me or whatever it's called. It, it's a really cool thing. I'm like, you know what? I just spent four days with the guy. Let me learn a little bit more about sure. this guy. Sure enough, in the middle of this documentary, he's at the house where he wrote that album. And he starts telling the people that are living in his house and how he wrote the song. It's about his daughter, and, and he plays him the song. It's right in the middle of his documentary. And I'm like, oh, this is just getting too freaking weird, you know. Well, I reached out to a couple of friends of mine, and they were talking, well, it's a big transition period for Fish, maybe, because you're going through transition, sure. which I am, going through a transitional period. Um, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe that's the sign. And then I was talking to one of my fish friends, and she was like, well, the first song on the album's free because you feel the sense of freedom now, blah, 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 blah. James, like, we're trying to – anyways, went through the whole thing because I was really freaked out by it. And sure enough, the next day, I it played again, and a couple days later – and not only that, too, but, like, songs from that album are playing. Songs that you don't normally hear that aren't popular. They will just play randomly. I'm like, oh. that's from Billy Green. So it's been following me around for a while. So what have you learned from it? What have I learned from it? I don't know, actually. It's, and I'm still trying to f figure it out. I, I think it, what it's trying to tell me is one of my friends told me maybe I should meditate to Billy Breeze. Sure. Maybe that would help me meditate a little bit. Why not? Because I'm trying to shut it off. I haven't tried it yet, and I will. Yeah. She, she just told me this over the weekend. Like, maybe you should try meditating to it. I'm like, okay, no, maybe no, I'll try that. Like that, sorry to interrupt you, come from spirit. Mm -hmm. Like, she may have channeled a message for you from there to help you along. Hmm. Would she be not the type of person to say that? No, no, she would. She would. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then another so friend of mine was telling me about the transitional period, and, like, the first song on the album was called Free. And 
maybe that had a little bit something to do with it. So I think there's many different messages in this album and not just one specific one. So don't stress out over. I stopped stressing out about what? it. I just it'll, let it go. It'll happen when it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, but you, sometimes if you ask God, you know, you look in the Bible, if you ask and you shall receive or ask and it is given, ask. What am I supposed to learn from this? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm accepting of the message. Help me understand what I'm supposed to learn when I'm supposed to learn. Yeah. It's all up to you. And then you just trust and when it happens, it happens. Maybe you just telling me that story was all that it was supposed to be and you heard it and I heard it and someone else heard it here and it changed. It's a spider web. Now it's documented, so, right? Okay, <laughs> no, but you might you might have just told that story. It might have happened just so you could tell that story and nothing will ever come from it. You don't right. know that. Right, true. They, there's so much stuff that you, if you trust, and that's why if you don't stress, maybe nothing will ever come from it. Maybe it will. But when it's supposed to, it will. That's where that trust comes back. And maybe that's the whole theme of the show because that's where you're at. Is starting to trust in a higher source and trust that what's supposed to happen is going to happen when it was. Right on. Someone said, don't try so hard to figure it out. Go with your personal faith. Thank you. Thank you, whoever that was out there. I appreciate that. Thanks, Dea. I appreciate that. And yeah, I I stopped trying to figure it out, but it's just such, you know, weird. It's kind of weird that this is following me and stuff. But I think it's kind of cool. The other thing that's been happening, what's that? Change your word to awesome. 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 Think about awe. Right. Awesome of God. Excellent's awesome. my word. Awesome. It's excellent. Yeah, excellent. Whatever you want. <laughs> the other thing that's been happening to me a lot, too, is like I will think of a person and like say the next day they call mm-hmm. or I see them or show up. And that this has been happening to me. And, and it honestly, Dan, it's happened to me my whole life. But lately it's been really, really out there a lot. Tapping into your gifts. Mm-hmm. And again, remember the gifts are to help others. Yeah. Help yourself and help others. You can even help other people with whatever you're doing. Yeah. Musical or manager or you know, whatever else you do. Right, right. You can have a teacher's counselor or whatever. Right? We all, whatever people do, you have the ability. Even if it's a construction worker smiling at people when they drive by. We all have our own gifts and our own opportunities to spread love. Mm-hmm. So maybe whatever you're doing, you're probably starting to awaken and start to understand who you really are. I think that's love. what it is. <clears throat> For sure. You just trust and go with it. And it takes people a long time to get finally wake up and like know where you are and stuff like that hundreds of lifetimes uh, hundreds of lifetimes because uh, here i am in my 40s i'm like wow i'm just starting to figure it out now like I, I think the 40s have been great for me really have learned so much in these few years that i've been 40 yeah. you know <laughs> but it's true I, like I, I i don't know i'm just in a great good place right now and, and like the positivity that's been around i'm surrounded by really good people and some powerful people and some people that can you know, make some moves and stuff like that. So it's good. It's a good thing. It's good. And, and having these conversations with people such as you, is it, it helps me a lot. So you fill my heart, that Daniel John. Smile. That's all I need. <laughs> Your work here is done. <laughs> yeah, are you picking up anything today? At all? Uh, uh, no, uh, no, no, just the message I left you earlier about the forgiveness. And I'm going to do that. Um, that's really it. Yeah. So, can we talk about this and then we'll get out of here? Wow, we're really going at it today. Something huh? just came through about eggs. I don't know what it has to do with you, but I just saw a carton of eggs. A carton of eggs. I, I probably got to go get more. I just ran out today. Who knows? Did it happen today? Yeah, I ran out today. Was it a conscious thought that you're like, oh my gosh, I ran out of eggs? Right? I got to get eggs because I, I, who knows? I have eggs every day. So all I'll see is the eggs. I don't even know who it is, what it is. <laughs> That'll come through in a reading, like um, where if I'm, and th- those messages usually come through later after who I'm already channeling. Uh-huh. But sometimes they'll come through in the beginning when they try to start to come through. I'll just get like a hey, and usually it's something you've done recently to let them know that you're still involved in your life. Right. Like right now, I feel uncle. I don't know if you lost an uncle, but I feel uncle, and I don't even know if you lost one. But I just say it because. You know, who knows? I've actually, and again, not that, not that it's for you, but I've actually had a reading where someone come in, someone comes in just for support, and someone comes through for them. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Could be right. someone Kind of like Gabe's here. 
DJ East One's in the house with us today, hanging out with us. So maybe, who knows? Maybe your uncle. Who knows? <laughs> Before we get out of here, one message you would like to relay to the whole world. Oh, yeah. No pressure? Huh? No pressure. No pressure at all? No, none at all. Like something that you want to get out there. That's something that you want the world to know. To know or do? Either know or do. Um, whatever, whatever comes to the top of your head. You know what? The, the thing that I think, again, is kind of somewhat what we talked about. Mm-hmm. We need to treat each other, like, with love and respect. Even if, like, so you see someone on the news and they did something wrong, instead of sending them hatred, send them love. They need love. They obviously are not a good spot. So I think when we have an opportunity to choose love over fear or anything that results of fear, anger, um, grudges, you know, name all the fear-based decisions, choose love. So if two words to answer your questions, choose love. Because it always wins. It's what's the only truth. And anytime I get goosebumps, anytime you ever see anyone or anything or do anything, let it be from a place of love and nothing else. And then the world will be a better place. Don't let fear lead the way. When you get goosebumps, it's a sign, huh? Usually. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks for talking with me today. Yeah, right. Especially the last few weeks. And oh, my God. You know, I think it's important to cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I actually have told, I've given messages. You, you, if you listen to all my, that's why I want someone to listen to all my readings and do like an evaluation, especially a skeptic. Yeah. Because the messages that come through from Spirit are so out of left field. I've actually given, they've given me books that I've never heard of, lists of things of people to do. For, to do. Um, but I've actually been told that this person needs to play a specific song and go cry. And they're like, that's my favorite song. I mean, it's crazy. Wow. And they need to just go cry to that song. And I go, that comes from spirit, not me. I just feel honored that someone's able to use me as a, a, a medium, for lack of a better word, to help the person live a better life. But, yeah, crying's huge. I've, I've actually had messages to say, you need to cry more. I did a live group reading, uh, a live event where I had 20 people. And the one girl, she lost someone, and I said, you haven't grieved yet. And she just totally, she was blocked. And they told me that she needs to cry. And she did right there. And she needed to do a lot more of that until we're after the show. But Spirit talks about you need to let it out. Don't hold it back. Interesting. You might need to do some of that, too. I, I have been, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, it's especially healing. the morning that you, you, you text me. That's what was so weird about so cool. us communicating like yep. that. I was in like a, in a black yeah. hole, dude, at that day. That well, was, spirit for that wanted, week, actually. Well, spirit cho- I feel honored Spirit chose me to reach out to you. I don't right. even know why I texted you. I have no idea either. But Who knows? It, it was it meant part of a bigger plan. It was meant to be, and I'm so glad you did, and I'm so glad we had this conversation. Thanks for having me. And I got a lot of love for you, bro. Ditto. So thank you so much for all that you do and continue to do all this great work and helping people. And you're a healer, man. You're a healer, and it's important that we have have you in our world. And, you know, it, it's a great time to be alive because we're all alive <laughs> together, man. And yeah. this is really, really yeah. cool. So thank you so much. Thank and, you. and I appreciate you reaching out to me that morning. And you, and I, I'm going to say this again. You instantly changed my mood. And and. Yeah, and I've been good ever since. And we've got some things that we're working in the future, and I'm really looking forward to doing a lot of that, and I want to execute and make it really good. And so we'll be on that. And so you people check your local listings on, on, on what we're going to be doing really, really soon. But uh, we're looking forward to that. So thank you again for making the trip down here, taking the time to talk to me, and you know, spreading love. And it's important. Thank you for spreading your love. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. How can people find you online? Uh, my website's danieljohnmedium.com. Okay. They, could, they could book appointments through your website book and all appointments that. appointments there. Okay. I'm booked in the February, unfortunately. But, um, and then, um, That's a good thing. I, well, yeah, helping people, right? Yeah. Uh, and then um, I have a, uh, my Facebook's Daniel John Medium. My Instagram is Daniel John Medium. 
I just joined Twitter a couple months ago. I have like 80 followers or something. But um, it's medium underscore Daniel. But I got told by someone that I have to get on Twitter from yeah. where I'm going. So uh, I'm on Twitter even though I don't have much. I, don't, I do mostly Instagram and Facebook. But Instagram, Facebook. DanielJohnMedium.com. Go follow, go like right now, people. That's the order of the day. And, and thanks yeah. again so much for, spread love. for hanging, man. And spread love, too. <laughs> exactly. And, and trust. Yes. Trust the process. Trust your gut. Trust your heart. Trust the universe. Got it. It was a very important message today, man. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my sponsors as well, Utica Hemp Company. If you're living in pain, check out CBD. It might help you. they got four locations, and you can check them out online at UticaHempCo.com. Also, much love to EJA Moving Services. When it's time to move and relocate, hit up EJA at EJAMoving.com. Also, much love to Nye Volkswagen in Rome. Mention this podcast, $250 off your next vehicle purchase. I love my Volkswagen. You should go get one. It saves on gas. You do a lot of traveling, man. Company car. Oh, okay. Then forget <laughs> it. Ring it up. <laughs> I give whatever they give me. It's not bad. But my Jetta gets like 40 miles to the gallon on the highway. It's, it's perfect. Good. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's awesome. So big love out to my friends over at Nye Volkswagen in Rome. You can check out all their inventory at NyeVDubOfRome.com. Can you believe Thanksgiving is here already? Two days. Can you believe it's here? I love it. I love this time of year. I, I love Thanksgiving. It's my favorite holiday. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Because I get to eat a lot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and there's no, like, stress of buying gifts and all that yeah. other stuff that come along with all the other holidays and stuff. Yeah. But uh, Thanksgiving's Football a good time. Games, yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, that and the family. The family's the most important thing. I'm not really big into the NFL. I give rats ass about the NFL. It's not in the background. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, right. It, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather hang out with my mom and, and, and do, do their things, too. So, um but I can't believe it's coming up. It's here. Like, there's so much going on. And i got to give a plug. DJ East One is in the house. He's going to be at Johnny Knowles on Wednesday, tomorrow, the night before Thanksgiving. So go on out. Support your local DJ. Support your local music. There's so much great talent in this area. But DJ East One over there at Johnny Knowles. And uh, it should be a good time. A lot of good things are happening this weekend. So get out there. Support your local music. Get out there. Support your local arts. And support your community. That's what we preach here at EC Radio. Get out there and support, support, support. You know, this community is definitely growing, and it can grow more with all your support. So continue the support. Continue to love Utica and continue to do good things because this community is really flourishing right now. There's a lot of good things happening in town, and uh, it's cool to see. I've never seen it like it is in my 40-plus years to where we are right now. There's a lot of good things. Companies coming to town. There's construction going on. and So it's good to see. So keep it up, Utico. You got a lot of heart. Don't let anybody kid you. You definitely do. Daniel John, thank you so much, man. Again, this has been great. We got to do this again when that book comes out. Let's get you some promo promo, and, uh, and talk about uh, all the good things you got going on with that book. And have a good Thanksgiving. And uh, Same to you. Thanks again, man. Thanks for having me. We'll talk soon, people. I don't know what the hell I got going on tomorrow. I got something going on tomorrow, but... We'll see you tomorrow. I think that's what's going on tomorrow. <laughs> Later. You know what the hell you're listening to? It's EC Radio. It's Bowling for the Bahamas and Celebrity Bowling Challenge to benefit the Bahamas Disaster Relief Fund. Sunday, December 1st, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. AMF Pinorama Lanes, 1724 Genesee Street, Utica. Come have fun and enjoy a few games of bowling for a good cause. There will be prizes food and drink specials, and some special challenges mixed in along the way. $20 per bowler or $100 per team includes two games and shoe rental. All proceeds go directly to the Bahamas Relief Foundation. That's Bowling for the Bahamas and Celebrity Bowling Challenge, presented by Disruption Network, Holy Pizzoli, and AMF Panorama Lanes. Sunday, December 1st, 1724 Genesee Street, Utica.
So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Hey, Disruption Network. This is Mike Sacco, the general manager at Nye Volkswagen Arome. If you don't know me by name, it's only because you have not received the best deal. There's only one reason to leave Utica, and that's to come see me in Rome and get the best deal on your next new pre-owned or certified VW. Mention that you heard this ad from Disruption Network and receive $250 off your next vehicle purchase. You'll know why our customers say, I love my 9VW. Come see us at 5865 Rome Tabor Road in Rome or visit us online at 9VWofRome.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up DisruptionNetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at DisruptionNetwork.net. 